Hello, New Block Nerds. Welcome back to another episode of the New Block Nerds Podcast. I'm your host, Chris, a.k.a. Prince, with Cardell here. Cardell, how you doing, man? Doing good, man. How are you? I'm good, man. I'm good. I'm good. I uh, had some swimming lessons this morning with your with your nephew. How's he doing with that? He he's good, man. He's you know he's he's eager. You know him. He's eager, energetic, and just all around, just um, just just a happy kid, man. He just he loves it. He loves it. He loves it. So it was it was fun. I um, you know, I'm I'm not really a water person like that, but my wife is out of town, so you know. Daddy had to pick up the slack. Um, also, me and him watched Lion King again today. And, dude, I, I, I will tell you right now. Hold on. Animated, right? Not the, not the CGI. No, no, no. There, there, there's only one Lion King that we respect in the Green Household. There's only one that we respect. Okay. Um, Let's make it sure. Bro, I, I don't know what it is having a kid. I cannot get through that movie without weeping. Can't do it. Can't do it. What part? Is it Mufasa dying? Is it... It's, Remember it's who you dying. are. Is it? It's 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 Mufasa dying and the part where um after Mufasa saves him from the hyenas the first time, and they're like in the field and he's like you know, Simba's like we're pals right and we'll always be together right. Chokes me up every single time. Gets me every single time. Every single time. I can't get through it. Can't get through it. Can't get through it. But anyways, speaking of um father son dynamics. We are here to uh, <laughs> to review Invincible season two, or at least the first half of season two. Um, so this, you know, I I, I want to say I'm not a fan of what shows are are doing lately with this whole kind of like we're gonna make you wait wait like two years and then we're only gonna give you half of what you're actually waiting for. Attack on Which, Titan has done this recently. Let me build on this. A little bit, because I'm tight. At least Tack on Titan was giving us long episodes, right? Invincible comes back. Not even what I would consider a full season. Eight episodes it's not, it's not a, a full season. Yeah, it's yeah, yeah, yeah. It's fair, a mini series fair. at that point. <laughs> and then you split it in half. <laughs> at least shows like Power, they take a mid-season break. If they break me one week, we got one week while... Um, the playoffs is on because nobody's gonna watch this shit, and then we write back to it. You know, no, one true. week off while the Super Bowl is on, and then we write back, bro. Nobody takes these. Oh, we gotta take off the whole holidays. I feel like they're just teasing us. Like they're just, they're just, they know that we want it, and they know that we're gonna check in no matter when they drop it. They could, they could wait another eighteen months to drop it, and we're we'll, we're still gonna be salivating. Well, we'll so, we'll speak we'll speak on this here in a, in a second. But uh, if you gonna make people wait that long, you can't miss. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah, if I true. get them four and they trash, then I'm not looking <laughs> forward to the other four. Well, I, I want to ask you how did how do you how did you feel about um the first half of season two of Invincible? Just off the cuff, we can get into the details, but just your um, initial reaction. So initial reaction, I thought it was I thought it was cool. Um, it started picking up in the second two episodes um but again that's kind of what pissed me off with them splitting it up it didn't move in my opinion didn't move that fast the first couple episodes kind of set the pace uh for what to expect the rest of the season um but it for me it's it it didn't move fast enough for you to split it up 
like okay. at that at that episode, it was like, okay, I feel like we're just kind of getting into stuff, and now you want to send me on break, right? Right. That you know that, that that's a fair critique. That's a fair critique. I I um I have to say too that I think one of the things that Invincible really does well above a lot of shows in general, not just superhero adjacent shows the writing is so good and and where like i feel like there's there's so much humanity in this story right where i feel like yeah we had it's super graphic violence right it's in the same vein of like the boys right but i never feel like the violence is gratuitous like it's never it never like when i think of invincible i almost i don't think about it in the same way of like the boys like when i think of the boys i think of super super gory violence when i think of invincible even though that gory violence is there that's not what i think of first you get what i'm saying like i I feel like they they really toe that line between like having super graphic violence and some of it like feeling gratuitous and like to your point about you feel like it picked up in like the second two episodes i do feel like the first two episodes were very necessary to kind of deal with the fallout of what Omni-Man did at the end of season one, right? Like there's, there's a huge human element here that has to be dissected and has to be explored. And I'm glad they explored it because I I feel like these are things that like, I haven't seen in a lot of like superhero comic booky kind of like TV shows ever really. I mean, like obviously you have Mark dealing with him, not wanting to be compared to his dad or people not associating him with his dad and not wanting to become his dad. But also everything with like his mom, Debbie, mom. like, yeah, that shit was heavy, bro. Like, I, like I was, you're following her, and you just you can't help but feel so fucking bad for Debbie, bro. It's just like, yo, she got, she got played. I mean, Omni Man called her a fucking pet guy. Like that has got to be. I mean, bro, that's, oh, uh, and like even when she tried to go to that that group therapy session. <laughs> It just, it just, well, it got worse for her. Well, it, that's kind of her fault, if we're being honest. They said first names only, don't give out last names, don't. She gave out the scoop that, oh, I was married to Omni Man and he coached your folks. Like, yeah, but, but she, but she didn't just like come right out and say it though. Like, it kind of came up, like, the way that their conversation was going, and like, she had no way of knowing that that guy was going to be the husband to someone that Omni-Man killed. You know what I mean? Like it's No, no, I agree. I'm just saying they gave her rules. Hey, you don't give out no personal info. Mm-hmm. And she decided to give out personal info, which is why he reacted the way he did. Because, I mean, I understand why he reacted the way he did. Yeah, no, I, I totally get it. And that's, <laughs> and, and that's, that's the great thing about like how they dealt with that, right? Is that there's no good or evil in that scenario right it's just like you're dealing with people who who are grieving in much different ways and everyone grieves differently and like she she finally got the courage to go to this group therapy session and and felt like you know i have to be able to talk to someone about this because she literally can't talk to anyone about this she can't there's no one that she can talk to about this except these people and then she realizes that she can't (laughs) actually talk to them about this these are probably the last people you want to talk to about this right so you know you you feel for debbie and i i love how they kind of like paralleled that when we're talking about feeling bad for people um i love how they paralleled that with 
Omni-Man's post-Earth shenanigans, right? Like he's flying through space and he's, it's so funny because like he's, he's experiencing emotions that he shouldn't have. And you see him kind of before he like goes with the insect people, he's sitting on the edge of that black hole about to commit that. Yeah. Like he's really about to commit that because he's just so lost. He's just like, what, what do I do? And you kind of saw at the end of season one when he's talking to Mark and he's like, what will you have after 500 years after everyone else is dead? And he's like, I'll have you dad. And that kind of like snaps him out of it. Like these very, very human emotions is what saved earth. Honestly, if we're being real, if we're being real and to, to bring it back to Debbie, um, I forget who the guy's name was who came over to her house and basically told her, like, look, you're the reason all of us aren't slaves or worse right now. Because it was it was your love and the home you built with him and Mark is what kept him from taking that final step to just completely wiping us all out. So you're the real hero. So I was just like, you know what, man? Good for him for picking Debbie up because she needed that. Because she was she, getting ready to commit that, that too. Because she was getting um, ready to commit that too. But again, this is why they pissed me off with this mid-season break on an eight-episode season. It's like, bro, like four episodes were just like you've just kind of set the pace, uh, given us the background and kind of set things from the trajectory, and then you're you're cutting it off. Yeah, I, I hear you. And, and maybe maybe I was just so excited to have it back after all this time that I didn't even that like it, I didn't even think about it. Um, I am I am bummed that we only got half the season that that sucks. Um, but yeah, I mean, and I think we're bummed that we only got half the season because it's so good. We just always want more of it. Right. So it's just like they're just like, no, we're going to make you wait. But, I, you know, I, I'd rather them get everything right and take their time. And not rush things and give it to us when you give it to us, man. I'll well, be there when, whenever it drops. I'm going to be there. I will be there, but I'm of the opinion if you were already going to take two and a half, three years, whatever, to put it out just to only give me four episodes, just take all the fucking time and give me the eight episodes when it's ready. That's fair. That's fair. That's fair. Because That's don't fair. get me I, hyped and I'm halfway through the season and now I'm just sitting here for months. Yeah. Yeah. So... How did you feel? Um, this was funny too that I, I felt like again, it's something very unorthodox they did, but like that whole kind of half episode with Alan, like weirdly enough, it didn't it didn't take me out of it. Like it it felt kind of jarring at first, but then the story that they told with Alan, like explaining like his backstory and everything like that, actually made a ton of sense and it they kind of tied it into tied it in what's going on with you know in in the universe with you know with the the kind of in far-reaching in influence that the the Viltrumite empire has yeah um i liked the, i like when they introduce stuff in that manner where like when i first saw it i was like all right what the hell is this like why am i seeing this and then like you said as you kind of see his background and be like oh okay that's what he was really there for and it's like damn, the whole universe is really, like, trying to figure out ways to deal with these dudes because they are really just running rampant out here, just doing yeah, whatever they want. Just running through um, people. So it gave another perspective on, like, the severity of what they're dealing with and what's to come. Uh, especially as someone who's never, like, read the comics for Invincible. Right. 
I'm just seeing everything from the show. So it's like, right. damn, like they really are just running all over the universe, just taking over planets, doing whatever they want. And there are a few people out here that are like, yo, we got to find a way to kind of like defend ourselves against this. We can't just let them keep doing it. So it was nice seeing that they've got this uh, coalition or whatever that's that's working together to try to find a way to to, to find a defense. And uh, kind of going into the later episodes where, you know, Mark comes upon him uh, after kind of <laughs> getting tricked uh, to be taken out to his planet. Um, and, uh, all the bombs that just get dropped on him while he's there, it's like, bro, Omni-Man is, he's not doing himself any, any favors in the family reconciliation, um, lane right there. It's like, bro. Yeah. Yeah. No. Did you, did you know that it was, Omni-Man was setting that meeting up like before it got revealed or was it a surprise to you? Uh, to me, it was a surprise. I didn't know he was setting it up um, Im- immediately. Now, once he got off the the the, uh, the ship or whatever, mm-hmm. then I was like, and he started talking to the dude, and he was like, what happened to the meteor? He was like, oh, yeah, that meteor. Um, then I was like, all right, something's up, obviously. <laughs> uh, but, but no, my initial thing wasn't, oh, this is his dad setting it up. Okay. Yeah. No. I. I mean. I, I was surprised too, and I'm glad I was because I didn't want it to be telegraphed at all. <clears throat> um. But again, I think even Omni Man going to that planet with what Viltrumites would consider such an, an inferior species, and him having the experience that he had there, again, it just goes to show you that like. Dare I say it? Like Omni Man, he is he is trying to do better. I know we're we're setting a super low bar here, but um, <laughs> trying to do better it, by just going and having starting a new family. <laughs> no, but what but what I'm saying is like, but, but but what what I'm saying is like the Omni Man that was sent to Earth. I mean, it takes him thirty minutes to wipe that planet out, but instead. He falls in love and starts a family. Like this is this is an extension of his of his time on Earth, yeah. and his bond with Mark, right? So again, you're starting to see some of like the 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 chinks in the armor, and like it's it's so I don't know why I thought this was hilarious, but when the Viltrumites actually come to the planet, and uh, Omni Man like grabs Mark by the throat. And he's basically yelling at him, like, why am I feeling this way? I shouldn't yeah. feel this way. I don't it's like tight. these feelings. And he's just like, I don't know why I thought it was so funny, but like they're bred to be like cold blooded killer conquerors. And here he is like super pissed at himself for feeling any kind of human emotion. I got a feeling that uh, it's going to be kind of a, <laughs> it's going to take a Saiyan arc. Like, oh, this, they always thought the strongest ones were the ones who fought with anger and pride. But really, Mark's going to be the strongest because he fights for love. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a good point. Uh, but, uh, that's <laughs> that's right. You make, you make it sound so terrible. You make it sound so corny, too. When you say it's that. just cliche because I've been seeing it since I was eight years old. Yeah. No, that, that's fair. If that's you grew right. up on DBZ, it's like, all right, I've seen this trope before. 
yeah. I mean, but it's being the way it's being done. If that's how it ends up, because again, I've never read the Invincible comic, so fuck if I know. But uh, at least to me, the way it looks like it's being done is being done really well, and I, I like how. Again, <laughs> it's a he's throwing a lot at Mark to accept, and if I'm Mark, it's going to be very difficult for me to look at Omni Man and be like, "Oh, okay, now nah, we're good." It's like, yeah, like I can trust you now. Nah, yeah. nigga, you called my mom a pet. You helped yeah. me in front of a okay. fucking subway train. You made me kill two hundred people <laughs> going to work. Yeah. yeah. Okay. You knocked my fucking teeth out of my mouth. <laughs> and then it's, you it's just, all that. It's and it's you turn around. You knock up an insect. You give me a baby brother, and you think just let bygones be bygones. No. Yeah. It's and it's 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 so. Oh man, it's such a it's it's such a weird situation Mark is in because like when he sees him for the first time he kind of jumps at him like he's like oh i want to punch you in the face so bad but then he just gives him a hug because at the end of the day still as, fucked up as it is that's that's still his pops man that's still yeah. his dad like and it wasn't like it, i heard this somewhere on another podcast it wasn't like omni man was like an absentee father or like the tywin lannister of fathers like they had a great relationship growing up they yeah. had a great family dynamic growing up even if it was all a lie like that shit was real to Mark and Debbie. Yeah. So you know what I mean? So it's 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 so it's so messed up because I feel like at some point, and again, I haven't read the comics either, so please don't spoil anything. Um I feel like Mark's gonna get to a point where he's gonna be like, guys, we can trust him. <laughs> and people are gonna be like, there's there's no way he can come back to Earth, bro. There's no way he can come back to Earth without us launching every single nuke that we have into the atmosphere. And I mean, if you're if you're an everyday Joe Schmo working a nine to five at Starbucks, right? Are you gonna trust Mark when he says, "Oh nah, I mean he's he's cool. He just had a little hiccup." Right. Nah, nigga, because his hiccups mean Wilmington's gone. His hiccups mean the Eastern Seaboard wiped off the face of the planet. Yeah, can't have that. Sorry. Yeah, it's all bad. It's, all, it's all bad. One of Jupiter's moons or some shit. Yeah. Oh, yeah, it's it's gonna be an it's gonna be an up an, an, an upward battle for sure. Um I uh I do want to say in regards to the fight scenes, mm-hmm. fight scenes were phenomenal when they were fighting oh, the, the Viltramites that came to the planet. And um and brutal, like brutal, oh, like brutal. Now I wanted to you said you know you don't initially think of the Gord, and I kept my mouth shut. But I was thinking, well, I think of Omni Man versus the Guardians. Yeah, that's- that that's the thing I always I always come back to, and it's like it's it's so terrifying to think of. It's like you know what I think of when I think of that. I think of like moments in Game of Thrones where you see people get mutilated, and it's just like it's traumatized. Like I never, I, like I will, I will never get the image of Grey Wind's head on Rob's body. I'll never get that out of my brain. That is it's, it's cemented in here until the day I die. That's what I think of when I think of Omni-Man fighting the Guardians, where the the, the guy who's a, who's a satire on the Flash is just punching him repeatedly in the chest, and Omni-Man is just squeezing his head. I'm just like, this is horrifying. <laughs> this or is when horrifying. He, when he grabs the knocks the hammer up in the air and then grabs it and then 
Yeah, it's some very Yeah. It's yeah, yeah. Vividly graphically drawn. Um Yeah. Yeah, shout out to the artist. Yeah. But you know, also too to to that point too about the about the brutality of it, you know, your Omni Man is kind of teaching Mark really how to fight like a Viltrumite was bred to fight. Cause Mark's yeah. getting his ass handed to him at the beginning. Yeah. Right? He's getting his ass handed to him. And Omni Man is like, look, bro, you're fighting like you're fighting people from Earth. These yeah. people, all this is all they do. They're basically if Spartans became Kryptonians. This is all they do. Yeah, you're not. If fighting. you hold anything back, you will get packed up out here. Yeah, it's not like like Spider Man where he's fighting people who are just trying to get away, or just you know what I mean. Like, no, like they want they want to kill you and everyone that you know on this whole planet. Yes, this isn't a like, game. It's a, it's a different level of intensity where it's, oh, um, I just want to, I'll blow this shit up just so Batman's distracted and I can get away. And I'll blow this shit up to kill every person in this building on this yeah. block. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, it's a single game elimination game every single time. Yeah. There's no, no best of seven. You're not going to get a second chance at this. This is it. Well, One shit. and done every single your, time. Your boy got disemboweled. And got back and was, up later and was still kicking. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> that was like, shit like this. So, so, um, what did you think about, um, you know, as Omni Man's getting like carried away? He had mentioned something to Mark, which I, I've seen on a lot of theory videos. People talking about um, Omni Man had written books, like from like a sci-fi POV, but it was really like his real upbringing. Yeah, and they may have some weaknesses. Of you know some weaknesses or some tips on, on how to, on how to fight the Viltrumites. Um and it's so there's that, but the, the 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 even more fucked up part is the general coming down and basically telling Mark, your dad's job is now your job. We're gonna come check in on you soon, and who knows how what soon is? Soon is yeah, soon could be three days. <laughs> yeah, like. <laughs> So like I, I almost. So you better get the what, planet in line and ready to to bow down, or we gonna come and we gonna kill you and right. your dad and your mom and your bitch and everything, everybody else on the planet that don't bow down. Yep, and 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 so while I understand your frustration about only getting half of the season, if they were going to cut the season in half, that's a good point to be like, okay. Here's Fair. where we're going to stop because now we're all going to be like, oh my God, what the fuck is Mark going to do? Which I'm sure Mark is thinking that right now too. Like, what the fuck am I going to do? I don't know, guy. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, he's He's got some, uh, he's got a dilemma on his hands. Yes, he does. Yes, he does. And it doesn't even look like Alan's going to be able to help anytime soon because uh, they just pulled the plug on him. So, but I don't think Alan's dead. <laughs> don't think he's dead. He's not in I good shape. I don't think he's dead. Um, but to that point too, getting back to Earth, like I, I don't. It, it was funny, kind of seeing these new guardians, kind of like stumbling along the way. Like they're, they had to replace the old guardians, but you can tell very early on that they are just not anything near what they, uh, what they used to be. It's kind of like if the Justice League got wiped out, 
And then they were like, all right, Teen Titans, it's time for y'all to step up and protect Earth. It's going to be like, all right, well, if they couldn't fucking do it, we're not going to be able to. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, it would take the time. There's going to be some growing pains, right? Like, Yeah. Oh, yeah. And and we, we get the benefit of seeing the Guardians, well, not for long, but seeing them when they were seasoned. Right? That's um, fair. You know, most people don't see year one Batman. That's true. They see year 15 Batman, who just knows how to, you look away for a second, you turn back, and he's gone without a sound. Like, yeah. you didn't see him when he fucking tripped and fell off the side of the gargoyle. <laughs> right, right. right. You know what I mean? <laughs> you did that a couple of times before you could stick that landing real, real quiet. Like, you know what I mean? You know what yeah, I mean? no, so, that, that, that's a good point. So I, I think, you know, they will need some time to grow. A lot of them are very young. I mean, we, we had that special episode with Adam Eve, who... Loki is like super overpowered, by the way. Like she can, like there's no limit to what she can do. Um, Duran and I, we did a podcast about that a, a while back when the episode came out. So um, it's check how, that out. But the way they do her powers is how we should see Green Lantern's powers being used. In I like, agree, we should see his powers being used like that when we see him in animation and the movies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I mean, so like, and she's kind of tried to retire a little bit from superheroing um and i, I think you know the, some of her storyline in this too was was interesting because you her know pop she's corny. Kinda, yeah i mean her pop is corny her pop's a hater basically um <laughs> he's just a hater for real he's just a hater her pop's a hater um <laughs> but it, it it was interesting to see kind of like the consequences of you know, even trying to do good deeds when you have the best of intentions, um, you know, when she kind of like rebuilt that building and everything like that. I- yeah, she can do that kind of stuff. But, you know, she doesn't have the engineering background to know that that was not suitable to, code, to build right. on in the first place. You know what I mean? So, you know, that kind of stuff I, I, I see some of these heroes struggling with um, that I do enjoy because, again, it's it's not something that you get from. Or often, I'm not gonna say you don't get it because there are comics out there where you do get that kind of stuff. Um, but like from like a Marvel or DC, where you don't see a lot of this kind of inner inner conflict with some of these all powerful beings. It's a good point. Um, I also like the uh, little alternate reality they gave us there. Oh, yeah. Where it was eerie how much Mark sounded like Omni-Man talking to them. Which I understand why he's afraid of becoming his dad. Because, like, bro, he'll really just be a scumbag. You see how he did Eve? Well, I, I She's think- just paralyzed. I got some people that take care of her. So, you know, I can come <laughs> yeah, That was terrible. Yeah, that was terrible. Well, I, I think, like I, a think pet. Too, I, I think, too, like, like Mark, he understands the levity of the situation. He understands the power that him and his dad possess. So he's like, if I become my dad, it's it's a wrap for Earth. It is a wrap. There's nothing any of y'all can do. And you, you see in that alternate reality, which we'll get into like the whole multiverse situation in a bit, but I mean you you see kind of like the the nonchalantness in his message to Earth on those broadcasts. Like it like there's zero doubt in his voice that y'all are going to lose. He's not even being angry with y'all. He's just being like, look, guys, the longer you fight, like the worse it's going to be. Like, that's just, 
Like we're just a force of nature here. There's nothing you can do. It's like when you go outside and you see a hurricane coming towards you. You can, I mean, you can go inside, but it's still going to tear some shit up. Like it's not going to, it's not going to, it's not going to change anything, right? So it's just like, it's terrifying. It's terrifying. But how do you feel about like, I feel like the multiverse is like a, is like a big thing where I feel like every single comic book adjacent thing is doing multiverse right now. Um, with the exception of maybe the boys, but who fucking knows what happens in season four? Who knows? <laughs> right. Um, how do you feel about, about the whole, the, the multiverse aspect of it? Cause I feel like they just gave us like a little taste in episode one. And then we kind of didn't see a whole lot of it. I felt like we was getting, it felt like we was getting the prelude to the animated Kang or some shit. <laughs> <laughs> Sounded like him too. Yeah. Um, but <sighs> I don't know. I, again, I don't know much about the story. I kind of wanted to reserve judgment on the the multiversal aspects that they've introduced so far. Um, but I thought it was interesting. I'm just trying to see how they're going to tie it together in the second half. Yeah, yeah. I yeah, I'm I'm interested in it too. Um, just for just the the possibility of anything really um but I, I hope they don't make it the focus i like I, I feel like there's enough story with what's going on with mark and omni-man and the viltrumites that um that they don't have to tap into that unless of course it's one of those we're going to look through the multiverse to see which which scenario in which earthlings win against the viltrumite empire because there's there's bound to be one universe where the viltrumites yeah, don't if, win if there's if the multiverse is infinite then that means there's infinite possibilities which means right there's tons and tons of examples of the viltrumites getting their asses handed to them right right and maybe and maybe that's maybe that's the angle that they're going to have to go with right is like look you know kind of like the kind of like the thanos endgame thing where dr strange looked through 14 million and some odd possibilities and he was just like look he but, whoops our ass and just about all of those and and there's, only one, there's only one way that we beat him. Didn't Mark like fry his brain and shit by fucking with the machine while he was plugged in? I don't know. They 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 never they never specify that because he was he was really close. Yeah, he was really close to that. But it, it could just be because he's because he's a Viltrumite that he's just so much stronger than them, so it didn't affect him as much as it did like the Mauler twins or um, Angstrom Levy or whatever that guy's name is. Um. Just thinking that he may not necessarily be helping at this point. Maybe mm-hmm. pissed at Mark, and maybe he goes and brings some super fucking strong Viltrumites after Mark had beat some, and that cues up season three or something. Oh, that's true because he does he does have a vendetta against um, Mark now. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, we definitely haven't seen the last of him, which is uh, that's not great. Like they they already have enough on their plate. <laughs> Get, I get, I'm just I'm just throwing something out here, okay. Random hot take. Let's say, let's say Omni Man ends up dying at the end of this season, right? Okay. Him and Mark are fighting together, beating Viltrumites up. He dies in the battle. Mark gets ultra strong and shit, and then this nigga go, for, goes to the multiverse and he brings back a version of Mark's dad who never strayed from the plan. Didn't mm. even have Mark. 
he just went and cleared Earth out, like, like very stern, stern, like uh, Viltrumite, and now and now Mark has to fight him. It's all bad. I don't know. I'm just thinking out loud. I, I I mean, that's the thing about the multiverse, though. It's just like I mean, anything is possible. I mean, that there's if there is a multiverse, there's probably an Omni Man out there that exists like that. So I, I don't know, man. But I mean, I, I, look, I, I'm looking forward to the second part. Um, For sure. I, I will definitely be there day one. Whenever it drops, I will be parking myself on the couch and binging it. So, uh, yeah, I, I, Mark, you're running out of time here, kiddo. I don't know what you're going to do, but you better you better do it. And you better do it like fucking yesterday. You better pick your teeth up and start taking that HGH because... And Viltrumites are not coming to play with him. No, they're not. They're not. They are so not. Oh, man, they're so terrifying. But anyways, um, guys, let us know in the comments. Don't forget to uh, like, subscribe, comment. Let us know what you guys thought about season two or the first half of season two. We'd love to hear y'all's theories. Again, don't spoil anything for us because we have not read the comics. So I would like to not know until I see it on screen. Um, I'd like to be surprised. Yes, I would like to be surprised. So please don't be a dick in the comments. Thanks, guys. Appreciate <laughs> it. Uh, Card, it's been a pleasure, man. And um, we'll catch you on the next one. Hey, thanks for having me. Yeah, of course. Peace. Peace.